What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Williams here with my co-host. What's up? I'm Michael Kano. Back with this Borger Sports Podcast for another week of Borger Sports Action. Borger Sports Action. Bringing it to you from the studio. Yes. What's up, everybody? What's up? The Borger Sports Podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, Plumley Real Estate Group. The Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. Dude, I don't even have to think about saying that now. It just... No, it just rolls it's off. It's like rote now. You know, I've said yeah. it so many times. It just comes right out. Absolutely. You nice. need to hit them up. I do. If you've got some real estate needs, they are the people Oh, you do. To. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, not I. I don't right need now. to do that. Sure. I'm already going through a thing here. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you've got a, if you need to buy a house, you need to sell a house, call up the girls at uh, Plumley Real Estate Group. They're great. Yeah, they are. They'll help you out. Yeah, Jodina helped us buy a house when we moved here. She Mm -hmm. was awesome. Jodina helped us buy a house. Yeah. She's helped us with some needs. So, yeah. Hit them up. Yep. All right. You ready to talk about some sports? Let's do this. Let's talk about some sports. How was your your weekend? Oh, my weekend was great. How was your weekend? It was all right. I'm tired. Are you? I'm tired. Yeah. We did a... (laughs) We did a training event thing, so I wasn't paying attention to sports this weekend. Yeah, you were kind of checking your now. phone every once in a while. I was getting texts from you. You were yeah. supposed to be focusing on worship ministry. I was. And the things of the Lord, and then I'm getting a text from you about the game. Hey, what's the score right? What's going yeah. on? Well, because I was, walk- I was look- check- trying to check the score on Max Preps, and at one point it said it was 35 to nothing at halftime. Yeah. And then it said it was Borger 45, Bushland 35 at halftime. Yeah. And I was like, that can't be right. You're like, massive comeback. And then, yeah, they came back and it's still halftime. Like, yeah. how'd that happen? And then, uh, <laughs> then at one point it said like Bushland won 75 to nothing. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on? Oh, it, it's all jazz. Is Max up. Preps like just like people submitted scores? Like, yeah, they do. And they're supposed to have some sort of vetting process, but sure. it doesn't always work that way. Yeah. See, I use like the Friday Night Lights app from Dave Campbell. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I'm constantly getting my scores and there's idiots on there all the time changing scores. They think it's funny. Just, I mean, it is, it is kind of funny. Of <laughs> no, I'm trying to be accurate with what I'm doing. Sure, you know what I'm saying. I was on a, I was on a date night with my wife, and I'm trying to sneak a phone underneath the table every once in a right. while, and can't get a right score the whole time. Right. So, yeah, that's a problem. It is. Yeah. But other than that, weekend was great. Yeah, had a great weekend. Yeah. All right. Watch some good games. Well, let's talk about some of the stuff that's been going on. Let's do it. Let's do this. The rundown. The rundown. We'll start off with volleyball action here. We need a uh, like a teaser for the rundown, like a the rundown. Yeah, like a thing, and then a thing for the other stuff. Pew. With sure. Cool anyway, sound. Whatever. I'll work on that. You're the producer. Yeah, I'll work you should on be that. Coming up with something creative. I'll figure it out. The rundown, sponsored by. Somebody who wants to pay us. Sparkling water. <laughs> Sparkling water. Sandriff. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, volleyball action. Borger High School Volleyball bullied Perryton this last weekend, winning in three sets, 25-19, 25-14, and 25-17. I was at that game. Nice. And, I, I, man, I'll give it to the Perryton fans. Those mm-hmm. kids are were on fire they didn't realize they were getting as smashed as hard as they were because they were cheering the whole entire time. So mm-hmm. we are going to have to keep an eye on Perryton. There's a lot of fire there right now with volleyball. They played hard. 
Now, they weren't going to match us, and I think it was even evident in some of our girls. Like, if they made a good play, they were celebrating like it was the Dadgum Super Bowl. And you just kind of see like a, <laughs> like a side smile out of like Drea or Emily or one of them. It's kind of like, okay, get excited. You got your one play, you know, or something right. like that. But if you, if you take anybody lightly, they can always come back on you. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately for Perryton, it's mm-hmm. not their time yet because they got bullied in three sets. Mm-hmm. So on the day, Drea Loftus had three kills, two blocks. Isabella Pena, 18 assists and two digs. And she also had uh, two aces, I believe. And she's one of the nominees for top performers of the week. Here we go. So great job, Isabella. Katie Buchanan, six kills, four digs, two aces. Esther Quinones, 12 assists, four digs, two aces. Emily Bridges, four kills, six blocks, an ace. And uh, four digs. Addie Bridges, three kills, four blocks, one ace. Jordan Pettit with two kills, two blocks, three digs. Savannah Padilla with five digs. Reality Briscoe had four digs and a kill. There we go. Go Reality. Alex Shepard, two kills, two blocks. Uh, Samantha uh, Tarango had three digs. And then Cooper Buchanan with two kills. The JV also won in three sets. And then the freshman lost in two. Actually, the JV won in two sets. Sorry, that's a mistype. JV won in two sets, and then the freshman lost in two sets. Okay. Currently, the Varsity Lady Bulldogs are 15-11 and 11 <laughs> overall, and they are 1-2 and two in district play. And side note on volleyball, mm-hmm. Emily Bridges was last week's Happy State Bank's Player of the Week through the Amarillo Globe News. Let's go. Good job, Emily. Yeah. Won with 40% of the votes uh, after the Randall game. And she's actually our second player this season to be named the Happy State Bank Player feel like, of the Week. I feel like our community's really getting out and voting for our players. They do a good job of doing yeah. that. Every single time we've had a nominee, the Borger community comes out to support. Yeah, it's They been do a really fantastic great. job. So congratulations, Emily. Way to represent Borger High School. We also had some volleyball action this week from Frank Phillips College. So FPC this weekend. The Lady Plainsmen beat the Western Texas College. I don't know their mascot in Three sets to two. So they went the distance in five sets, but they won three sets to two. They won the first set, 25-23. They dropped the next one, 25-21. Won the third in a back-and-forth matchup, 25-17. Dropped the fourth, 25-21. They went to the fifth set, and they pulled it out, 15-9. Alpaline White led the offensive attack with 14 kills, and then Imani Brown led the defense with 21 digs. All right. And the Lady Plainsmen are currently 4-10 and overall and 1-1 one and one in conference play. Let's go. Here we Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Let's move on to tennis. Moving on. Let's hear about tennis. Tennis for the second week in a row. The Borger Bulldogs, they've won in a nail-biter two weeks in a row. They won 10-9 to nine against the Dumas Demons. And I want to say that was the exact same score as the Caprock matchup. I think it was, Last yeah. week. I think it was. Where uh, Lauren Escobar had to win it in that tiebreaker. Sure. So we got the best of the Dumas Demons this time. We did. I love beating Dumas. That's all right. In any circumstance whatsoever, I love beating Dumas. Mm-hmm. They need a new mascot. No. Anyway, as a minister, leave, you know, I'm like... Leave them be. Okay. Gives us something to fight against. <clears throat> I'm, I'm down. All right, doubles <laughs> victories. We got doubles victories from Dylan McMurtry and Miriam Lopez, Xavier Hernandez and Ashton Mitchell, Alex De La Torre and Leap Nelson, and Addison McMurtry and Destiny Jimenez. Uh, Addison McMurtry and Miriam Lopez, they won in girls' singles. And Dylan McMurtry, Josh Drake, Kaysen Hathaway, Ashton Mitchell, and Alex De La Torre each had wins in boys' singles action. The Bulldog tennis is currently 11-11 and 11 
and they're two and four right now in district play. Congratulations, Bulldog Tennis. On next to golf, the boys' uh, golf team finished second place. They scored a 310 by one stroke to Hereford, who shot a 309 at the Comanche Trails Golf Tri meet this last Saturday in Amarillo. Borger placed above Amarillo High, Paladuro, Miami, Holy Cross, Caprock, and Canyon. And our very own Corbin Gibson. Corby was the first place medalist, shooting one under par 71, and Kaysen Wheelis tied for second place with a 74. Man. Great job on the golf team. The rest of the golf team also did really well. George Golston, Caden Marquez, and Jace Haddock all had a great day. So fantastic right. job by the golf team. We got some good golfers. Man. Oh, yeah, we do. We're shooting well. We're breaking 80. Absolutely. We're breaking 75. Oh, we're always, you know what? There's always something about. Border golf has always had a really good, yeah, uh, a really good uh, showing. There was a time at Clinton Grange. I don't know if you know Clinton Grange. He's the maintenance director for Border ISD, mm-hmm. um, but he used to be the golf coach. Okay, and there was a couple of years there. He actually took two teams beyond district play. Oh wow! Okay, so he would have you know most people kind of put their top players on one team, mm-hmm. and then kind of their lower players on another. He would systematically right before district play. he would put he'd split the teams evenly because uh-huh. he had enough good players to yeah, take both yeah, teams yeah. yeah oh other towns got so mad <laughs> they just get furious yeah well why not but it is what it is yeah, strategy you can do right? that use that strategy and yeah take them on absolutely yeah. you you a golfer no not at all you ever I, golfed i don't have the temperament i have golfed yeah and i try to golf uh-huh but i don't know if i have the temperament and I swing it too much like a baseball player. It's a different okay. swing, you know. And so yeah. baseball for years is just ingrained uh-huh. in me. I just, I have a difficult time with right. that game. It's very mentally taxing. Yeah. You know. I love golf. You I should get it. out there. I, I, Dude, I used to golf. In college, I golfed three times a week. Really? For two years straight. I love golf. But then I had kids and I just don't golf as much as I used to. My kids aren't into it. No. You know. Most of my free time is helping with homework. You know, sitting around. Coaching football. Coaching the Horn Frogs. Go Horn Frogs. Mm-hmm. We got a big, match, big matchup this upcoming week against the Diablos. Shout out to all my little Horn Frogs there. But yeah, that's most of my free time right yeah. now. I don't even get time to play my guitar hardly ever. That's true. You rock it out on Sundays though. You're shredding oh it up there on the stage. <laughs> if you guys want to hear... Uh, not that this is, I mean, this is just a sports podcast, but you guys yeah. want to hear Mr. Kano shred up the guitar. You can come to Faith Covenant Church on Sunday mornings at 1015. I get, I get a just surprise. A plug for the I get a surprised look from the kids in the congregation yeah. every once in a while, especially if they're visiting for the first yeah. time. Because like, I think they think like, oh, this guy just, he loves science and education. He goes home and just reads education books all weekend long. Like, he can shred. And then they see me with a guitar. Yeah. Like, What's he doing up there? Yeah. Like, there was a different time. Yeah. Mr. Kano was a different guy back then. Yeah, he used to be a rocker, man. Moving on. What's next? <laughs> I've heard some of your songs, man. They're good. Anyway. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, uh, we didn't get any cross-country. We don't know what happened with cross-country. We didn't get the final. I did, I did want to say. Invitational. Uh, it wasn't on the sheet, but tennis also did have two matches this weekend. Yeah. Um, I believe it was against Hereford. I know it was Hereford and somebody else. Might have been Canyon. I think it was Hereford and was it Randall? It might have been Randall. It was Randall okay. or Canyon. Yeah. I talked to Kaysen. Yeah. What did he say? Hadaway on Saturday night. 
and he just got back and uh they lost both. Is that why? Yeah, okay. They yeah. lost both. I, so I don't have the statistics on it, but he sure. was like he was like, "Yeah, we lost both." So, I was like, "I'm sorry, man." But both pretty good programs. They played hard. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, I believe I believe we don't have the statistics and all the but they did lose two this weekend. Gotcha. So, I don't know what their that that record would put them at now, but I think it was the I don't know. We'd have to check and see. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. ask Coach Hadaway. Yeah. We'll update you guys next week on uh, where Borger Tennis is at. We'll get you some guys some more info. All right. Uh, let's talk about the come up. What do we got coming up? Yeah. We need another stab thing for the come up, too. The come up. Yeah. Sponsored by Michael's Golf Game. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I've never broke 80, though. I've never broke 80. <laughs> These kids are good. Yeah. No, they're good. Go shoot with yeah. them. Yeah. They'll humble you. Yeah, I've shot an 84 once. Okay. I was pretty ecstatic about that. I played some Wii Golf. I don't know if that's the same thing. Wii Golf? Yeah. Wii Golf was fun back in the day. It's still fun. Yeah. I like... Have you played Mario Golf on the Switch? No. Oh, dude, it's awesome. Is it? Oh, yeah. I, I, me and my son Owen, we play Mario Golf all Did the time. Did you ever get into Golden Tea? Were you one of those Golden no, Tea guys? No, I was never a Golden Tea guy. I never guy. got into Golden Tea. Yeah. No, I was super into... Uh, like on the Xbox back in the day, on, into Tiger Woods golf. That was a good one. I played that probably more than any video game I've actually ever played in my life. You know, if we ever... Other than 007 Goldeneye back in the day. If we ever get the eSports program going here at Border, which could be a possibility here in That would be awesome. My son would we be We could be that. talking about yeah. them on our podcast. Yeah. 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 So you'd be like, Borker Esports team dominated in Mario Kart this week. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. I'm a, That'd be wait. awesome. We I'm need an esports team. Yeah, yeah. For sure. All right. We're gonna let's talk about what's coming up. Let's do it. Uh volleyball. <clears throat> Saturday, September 23rd. That's this week. They are at Pampa against the Harvesters. Mm. Our rivals. That's right. That's right. The freshmen are at 10, JV at 11, and varsity at 12. And on Tuesday, September 26th, next week, they'll be against Dumas right here at home. So make sure you come cheer on the girls as they uh, exercise the demons. Absolutely. Yeah. I love being in that circumstance. That's right. Uh, Well, and here's here's the thing about volleyball. With this district, with this being, and we talked about this at the first of the year, this is probably the most competitive district in the state when it comes to 4A. You have Randall, who's ranked first in state. Mm -hmm. You have West Plains, which is ranked in the top five of state. Yeah. We only get four playoff spots. We've already played a Hereford that is going to be a very good team that could easily go multiple rounds in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So in order to make a spot in the playoffs, you've got to beat a Hereford, a Canyon, a Dumas, who's a historic program, a Pampa. Mm-hmm. A- and you can't drop more than a couple of those games. No, yeah. To, if or else you lose that. I mean, it's just that There's kind no of for error. Whoever yeah. gets fourth in our district could be a district champion in most of the districts in the state. Yeah. They just could. So, you know, come cheer on the ladies. They need all the support they can get um, because those wins against Pampa, those wins against Dumas, those wins against Canyon. Very important for us to to yeah. try to make a playoff run mm-hmm. here. Yep. Yep. So come share on the girls Tuesday the 26th. The girls, uh, JV is at five. Or, I mean, sorry, freshmen are at five. JV are at six. Varsity at seven. That'll be right here at the Borger Gym mm-hmm. uh, on Tuesday, September 26th. And make the trip to Pampa too on Saturday if you got nothing going on. And cheering Absolutely. On there. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about volleyball too. It's just such a fun sport to watch, mm-hmm. you know. 
it's like constant. There's always constantly something going on. You're the rally bored. scoring. Oh yeah. yeah. No, you're cheering every every play. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's not a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Frank Phillips volleyball tonight, Wednesday, September 20th. They're going to be at Clarendon College. So, and then they're back at home on Saturday, September 23rd at two o'clock against Midland College. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we'll be talking about some victories in volleyball for the Bulldogs and the Lady Plainsmen. Yeah, I think week. we will. Absolutely. All right. And then we got tennis coming up also on Saturday in Amarillo against West Plains and Randall. Mm-hmm. Randall at 9 a.m. and West Plains at 2 p.m. Now, these are both district matchups. So yeah. we're hoping they, uh, man, they play strong and get some wins. Absolutely. Coach Hadaway, let us know how they do. Yeah. We're interested. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Actually, Owen, my son, he's in seventh grade. He's playing tennis. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't listen to this, so he won't mind me making fun of him. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not making fun of my kid. I love my kid. He's the, he's an awesome kid. Wait, he's why is he not kid. subscribed? But uh, I don't know. He doesn't care about anything that I do. So, because he's a seventh grader, he doesn't care about his dad. Yeah, that's right, Unless yeah. I'm playing video games with him, he's like, and whatever. then you're cool. Yeah, but he's yeah. on. He's, so he's doing tennis. Yeah, he's seventh grade tennis. This is his first year, and he's not really like an athletic kid. And so he he uh, they had their first. He had their first tennis trip last. We're recording this on Tuesday, yeah. so he had their first tennis <laughs> trip last night. Uh-huh, they went yeah. to, uh, they went and played Hereford, uh-huh, yeah, middle school tennis. And so uh, he's like, I call him up and on after they, I couldn't go. I felt awful. I could not go to his first thing. Dude. He was like, as I asked him the night before, I was like, Are you gonna be okay? I can't go. He's like, Dad, I'm fine. <laughs> I was like, All right. I probably actually would more embarrass him if I did go, but anyway. Long story short, yeah, you know, he's like, it's like, how'd you do? And he's like, he's like, dad, I'm like the eighth guy on the team out of eight. And he's like, and it's because there's only eight guys on the team. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, at least, you know, like where you stand. I mean, like, and he doesn't care. He thinks it's like, that's a problem. He could be better. Anyway, I need to, you know. Keep some yeah. of this stuff. So did in he the go family, against but, Herford's eighth? Is that what he did? No, or did he, have no he actually they only had seven, so he had to go against their seventh. Oh, so yeah, and he only won like one game. Yeah, in the match. When Herford's usually pretty good at tennis, it's his serve. He can return. Yeah, but he when he's when he serves, he has a hard time getting his serves in. Mm-hmm. So he loses all of his sets or his games where he serves. Yeah. And it's like, all right, dude, we are getting a freaking five-gallon bucket full of tennis balls, and we're going down to the tennis courts, and you are just going to serve to me for like four hours. Okay. I like it. Maybe not yeah. four hours, but. Absolutely. We got to work in that serve. There you go. But anyway. A little work in it. Anyway, I don't know how they do. I didn't I didn't get results. We're not going to be reporting on middle school tennis. You never know. On the Borger Sports Podcast. They, if they but, get a middle school championship, but I just thought we'll it was give funny. them a shout out. He, uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. Why did I bring that up? Because we're the Borger Sports Podcast, man. Sure. We talk about everything. Anyway. That's right. Good job, Owen. Yeah. We need, you know, we need this tennis, these seventh grade tennis kids to improve. Maybe yeah. we'll bring one yeah. on to the show. It's my we'll son. I need to get him to the future of the tennis program. <laughs> if, if my son's the future of the tennis program, I don't know how the district record's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need to start the esports uh, thing, because Owen's a gamer, right. man. He'll tear it up on the gaming stuff. Yeah, he will. Yeah. Get on there with some murder ball. Dude, I, I am not going to lie. Mario Kart. You play Mario Kart? I haven't played Mario Kart since the N64. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty good at Mario Kart. Are you really? I'm really good at Mario Kart. I can't beat Owen anymore. 
Dude. I can't beat him. Uh, our new our new youth pastor, he talks a big game at our church. John was talking a big game about Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Uh, the podcast has gone off the rails. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> but, gone uh, though. But he was talking so much trash to Owen about his Mario Kart game and whatever. And then he, yeah. play, and then he played Owen in Mario Kart. And he was like, oh, like I can't beat him. He got humbled. Yeah, bad. he was like, Owen's actually really good. <laughs> when you're a 30-year-old man getting beat by a 12-year-old at Mario Kart, it, it hurts a little bit. It does. Especially since you know, I've been playing That's Mario Kart thing. for... Well, yeah, we're supposed to be the OGs, yeah, right? I mean, this was been, our generation. Right, I've been playing Mario Kart for two decades. It's a different breed of Mario Kart. Two Carters. and a half decades. Anyway. It's a different breed of Mario Karters. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got us off the rails. It's okay. People have hit that 30-second jump button several <laughs> times. Here we are. We're going to talk about golf. Golf is coming up. The boys will host the Borger Tri-Meet yeah. at the Phillips Golf Course this Saturday, September 23rd. There's a lot of things going on in September. Yeah. So y'all 23rd. need to wake up early, go get some coffee, and then make your way out to volleyball, golf, Tennis, mm-hmm. go support Bulldogs somewhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm sleeping in Saturday, though. That's horrible. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Friday night's my birthday, so we're going to go out oh, for, yeah. to dinner and do some fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be sleeping in. Mario Kart party. Yeah. Let's do it. Mario Kart party. Uh, Cross Country is also on Saturday, September 23rd. They will run in the Lubbock Invitational, which is in Lubbock. In Lubbock, in the LBK. So, in yeah. the LBK. So, uh, They'll be in Lubbock running. And football, after the commercial break, coming up right now, we're going to talk about football. We'll review Friday's game against Bushland, against the Falcons in Bushland, and preview the upcoming game against the Dahlhart Golden Wolves. And that's coming up right after the break. We would like to thank the Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is the official sponsor of the Borger Sports Podcast. Are you looking to sell your current home or property or on the hunt for your dream home? Look no further than Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is your trusted partner in finding the perfect property for you and your family or selling your current home in the competitive real estate market. Plumley Real Estate Group's agents, Jodina Plumley, Lindsay Vinson, and Mike Lynn Reese, understand that buying or selling a home is a significant decision, and they are here to make the process as smooth and stress-free as possible. Plumley Real Estate Group's team of dedicated and knowledgeable agents will guide you every step of the way from listing your home or browsing listings to closing the deal. Join the many satisfied homeowners and sellers who have worked with Plumley Real Estate Group. Contact Plumley Real Estate Group online today at plumleygroup.kw.com to schedule a consultation. Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. And we're back. Now it's time to talk a little bit about Friday night football action. Mike, this last Friday night, the Borger Bulldogs traveled to Bushland, Texas, to take on the Falcons. They did. Let's talk a little bit about the game. So this last Friday night when we traveled over there, we were facing a very hot Falcons team who has one loss, and their only loss is to Canadian. And so you know that 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 was going to be a tough team no matter what. Right. But we were able to play through one half before the game was called due to Lightning in the area. There were some storms. Um, but at the end of that, they went ahead and called the game. Bushland came away with the win 35-0. to zero. You know, from the first drive, Bushland got the ball first. They had a good return. 
from the first drive, they showed exactly why they are a highly ranked team in the state. They're a quick strike team. They get up on the ball with efficiency, and they are very aggressive, whether it's with their blocking, their play calls, whatever they're going to do. They're just an aggressive team overall. Mm-hmm. And so the things that they do, they do really, really well. Quarterback Dawson Jaco led the way. He had three rushing touchdowns on 37 yards. He was 11 for 17 in the air for 141 yards passing. Overall, Bushland had 256 total yards of offense. Give us QBR. Um, Just kidding. <laughs> I do not know. I, when I was telling Mike right before the break, I was like, I did not get a lot of stats for this game. Yeah. Um. And, and so I'll probably have to do some different ways of getting some stats for us in the future. But I do have some stats defensively. Tyler Brooks and Jace Down led the Bulldogs with five tackles apiece. Jacoby Figer added in four tackles. Uh, Isaiah Padilla and Mason Mangum combined for a sack. And then Abdel Lozano had an interception. There mm-hmm. were some good things that happened. And, and there were some times that we were... We looked really on point. It just was not as consistent as you needed to be more competitive within that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the season, Tyler Brooks led the team. He leads the team currently with 22 tackles, and that is a guy that goes both ways. Jace Downs is right behind him with 21 tackles, followed by Mason Mangum with 15 and a half tackles. And then I did not get any offensive stats for this segment. Um like I said, they're an aggressive team, and they're very aggressive on defense. They do a lot of stunting, a lot of blitzing from different angles, and their front defensive line, they just come forward every single time. In fact, you could see the evidence that we had done our homework because we started out that first drive with two um, offsides calls on the defense because they are so jumpy. They try to jump at the 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 call from the quarterback and stuff like that, and so we were able to kind of do that early on but we just couldn't establish anything with the run or even the passing game. Right. You know, they're they uh, they're going to get on there. They're going to press man coverage one-on-one. And so really, if you're going to beat a team like this, not only do you have to be very, you have to countermatch their aggression with your offensive line, but you have to be pinpoint accurate with your receivers. They have to beat somebody one-on-one yeah. in order to be effective. And so it just, it didn't work out for us that night. But, you know, overall, I thought it was a good, Test for us mm-hmm. at this point in the season. Sure, yeah. I see a I see a little note here on the sheet. It says it says jersey grabs. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the takeaways because yeah, you know period. I love to hate on referees. Oh my, that's gosh. my favorite thing to do in life. <laughs> let's talk about some of the takeaways from this game. So thinking back on this game, reviewing what it looked like, this was a good test for us against a great team. Uh-huh. You know, the last two weeks, you know, the level of play has been a little bit low. It has. Lamisa did not bring a lot to the table in River Roads, a team that's struggling. Mm-hmm. And so for us to see a team like we are going to see in district play, I think was well needed for us. And, you know, one thing is just we we didn't match their aggression in the first half. They were very aggressive. We were less aggressive. So it was good for us to see what level we need to be at in the upcoming weeks. Um, just an example, number two, their linebacker, Jackson Fetch. I mean, we never really hit him hard. He runs upfield and he stunts the A-gap. And if we're not combo blocking off and having an eye up for that on our offensive line, he's going to pound through and make the tackle. They tackle very well. Yeah. Um, you know, I know one time uh, Adolfo was out. He had ran past to the out uh, outside of the line of scrimmage. And I think it was one of their safeties makes a one-on-one tackle just in an open field. And, you know, it kind of reminded me of like a 1980s Permian Panthers team from Odessa. It's just, you know, that one guy 
is good enough to make those tackles. And they they rely a lot on that. Okay. So what are we going to do? How are we going to counteract that? What are we going to do as with our skill players, mm-hmm. our wide receivers, our running backs? How are we going to improve to where not just one guy is bringing you down, you know, and, and upping the aggression of how we play between the whistles? Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a good test for us in the next upcoming weeks. Um, we did have a difficult time on the line with their stunts and blitzes, whether it was a communication issue or just the speed of play. But, you know, that is going to have to be something that we get better at. Our quarterbacks and receivers, especially when we are doing a variety of things, need time for plays to develop. If you're running a screen, that has to develop well. If we are running a combination of short and deep routes, you need that to develop. And in order to do that, you have to have time. KJ was scrambling often. Mm. You know, he was trying to get away and he's doing the best he could do, but he's got to have more time. So what can we do? Uh, for those boys, they're going to have to step up their game a little bit in the next coming weeks in order to give him some more time. Sure. We're a great second-half team. Yeah. One of my takeaways. We've seen that all season long. We are a great second-half team. Hey, we only got to in play fact, half a game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And in yeah. fact, our team was upset. They wanted to play the second half. Mm-hmm. They were mad that they ended up getting called because they didn't get their chance to come out and redeem themselves. Sure. They didn't get their chance to come back and pop someone else in the mouth. Mm. Um, and so that was frustrating to them. It's going to be rearing to go this Friday, huh? But it's a, it, it, that's exactly <laughs> right. They're a learning process. How do we start the first quarter? How do you start the opening kickoff with that same level of aggression, that same level of enthusiasm, so that you're not down and trying to come back? Mm-hmm. You know, when you play a tough team like a Dalhart that's coming up or a Pampa or something like that, you don't want to get down early no, and then try to no. climb your way back. Mm-mm. You want to establish it from the beginning, come out, pop somebody in the mouth, and then have them be the ones on their heels. So flipping that around, we're a great second-half team working on making us a great four-quarter team. Sure. And I think we're going to see the evidence of that mm-hmm. here coming up. And then one last note here, because I know you love your referees. I need clarity <laughs> on offensive holding. I'm, I'm being serious. All season long, it is just a process, and it's not just our team, but it's overall. It's like I'm seeing jerseys grabbed, jerseys ripped off of kids. The very first play from the line of scrimmage, uh, Jace Downs is on top of a receiver, and the receiver literally is hugging him with an arm around him, grabbing his jersey, yeah. and no call is thrown for holding. I need clarifications from our from the referees from UIL on what are we considering holding this year? Because they I got feel rid like... Of, you didn't see that story? They got rid of holding? Did you they just completely now. get yeah, rid of it? Hold They're now. matching the NFL now mm-hmm. yeah. because that's all they do in the NFL. Right. But <laughs> it drives me nuts because the NFL is a brand and let's be all... Let's all be honest about this. Yeah. The NFL wants to market their brand which means they want more scoring. So they're not calling anything when it comes to holding. The offensive linemen are just ripping people apart in, in the NFL with the exception of Micah Parsons, of course, because he's playing great defense. Nobody can but touch him. It, it, it's almost like it's bled down right. to the college and high school ranks where it's just like, we're just grabbing handfuls of jerseys. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I wonder if you're so like I need a ref. clarity. I'm not a ref, but uh, you know how like uh, you grow up watching your idols mm-hmm. like, and you try to emulate them? Yeah. So like all the kids nowadays, they shoot three-pointers like Steph Curry when they're playing basketball. Sure. Like, nobody's yeah. learning the inside game. Sure. You got yeah. a bunch of kids who can shoot threes. It's like, is it the same thing with referees? Do they like, <laughs> man, did you see, uh, I was watching the the NFL refs. Man, they were not calling holding. I think I'm going to not call holding too. Do they have like like referee trading cards? Yeah. Like, I, I, got, I got a Bill Smith. I'll, yeah. I'll trade you for your, yeah. your William Wallace. If you want to. <laughs> William Wallace. <laughs> I don't know. I just made up two names. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But no, I, I do. Like, it's just, 
if this is the way that the game's going to be played, that's fine. Let's clarify the rules and let's clarify for all the athletic directors and the football coaches so they can coach their kids all the same way. Yeah. Because then we're coaching at a disadvantage if that's the case. Sure. You know, so it, sorry, getting off my no, soapbox now. Yeah. We're moving on. You're, I said earlier that uh, I was going to go out and party for my birthday. I'm not, I'm really not. Because you have the game against Delhi. Because I'm going to be up in the booth with you <laughs> on Friday night. Hopefully watching the Borger Bulldogs smack Dalhart in the face. And let me tell you something, guys. Michael Williams would love nothing more than a Borger Bulldog victory on his birthday Yeah, don't night. ruin my birthday. So let's talk about the next game. This Friday, the Bulldogs are coming back home as the 4-0 Dalhart Golden Wolves come to Borger. And they're being led by their returning quarterback, junior Kyler Reed, who's also the son of their head coach, Joey Reed. So in order to win, the Bulldogs are going to need to contain Reed. Uh, this last week, he carried the ball 33 times for 147 yards and three touchdowns against the Freona Chieftains. Mm. And so um, we're going to have to really be on top of our game because Dalhart's a tough team, and they always play us tough. No matter what, they're going to play tough. Um, so we got to be able to come out and be ready to play. Action begins this Thursday, September the 21st, as the junior varsity will travel to Dalhart. The game begins at 5 o'clock. And then the next night, varsity action, Friday, September 22nd at 7 p.m. at Bulldog Stadium. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great night. Yeah. Another home game, finally. Yeah. We've had so many away games to start the season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think the I think the crowd is anxious. They're hungry. Mm -hmm. So I think that Bulldog Nation is going to be out at Bulldog Stadium mm -hmm. in full force. Our boys are going to come out with a with a good mindset after a tough game. And I think Dalhart could be in trouble. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I just want to encourage the, the Borger Bulldog football fans at the game. Man, get loud! Absolutely, get loud! Stand up! Cheer for your team, man! It was even at homecoming. I was like, we just scored a touchdown and people are like sitting there clapping. Mm -hmm. You know, man, let's get up. When our boys make a play, let's get up. Let's make it loud. Let's yeah. bring some support. Yeah. They deserve it, man. They're out there playing their guts out. They're playing hard. Absolutely. They deserve it. Let's make it a home field advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Let's make this place so anyway, loud that people don't want to play here. That would be my uh, exhortation to the, to the fans of the Borger Bulldogs yeah. this week. Let's go out there and do yeah. it. Yeah, let's give them a home field advantage. Get behind them. That way they come out with some energy, you know. We'll play some inner Sandman. Yeah, we will. As they're running onto the field. Yeah. After the uh, the Borger Bulldog Band plays their jam. Grandioso. Yeah, well, we're getting ready for the kickoff. We'll have that going. It'll be awesome. We need people on their feet. Maybe we'll get you to do a live version of it sometimes. We'll put you on a pedestal with your electric guitar. I don't play electric guitar very well. That's you, man. I'm an acoustic guitar player. Uh, we'll I'll come play, out and support them. I could play, uh, I don't know, I could play Crash by Dave Matthews. <laughs> That's going to get everyone all sorts of pumped up. Be like, this is, what is this guy doing? Wasn't this guy on Hootie and the Blowfish? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, is that it this week? That's all we got. Hey, thanks right. for listening, guys. Uh, we were in a mood today. Yeah, man. we were. Alright, we'll be better next week. I'll be less tired. Yeah, you will. Yeah. No, you're not. You're going to be so so still tired. No, I'll be good. Alright. Alright, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. Thanks again to our official sponsor, Plumley Real Estate Group. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram to join the conversation. 
And feel free to contact us with any comments, questions, or advertising inquiries at borgersportspod at gmail.com. It would also be a huge help if you would subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. And make sure you give us a five-star rating as well. The Borger Sports Podcast is hosted by Michael Kano and mixed and produced by me, Michael Williams. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.